Welcome to the PC Speaking Podcast Series, Through the Bible in a Year, where we come together for daily reading and reflection as we journey through the Scriptures. Let's dive into today's episode with Pastor Chris Miller. Hello and welcome back to day number 32 of the PC Speaking Podcast Series, Through the Bible in a Year, where we are putting out a daily podcast and reading through the entire Bible in a year. Today, our reading is from Exodus chapters 16 and 17 and Matthew chapter 22. Uh, Of course, we'll begin with the Old Testament reading in Exodus, where we find the Israelites uh, journeying through the wilderness, and they are doing something they do a fair bit of, and that is complaining. And they're complaining in particular about the scarcity of food in response to that, God provides manna and quail for them to eat. Um, yeah, and they have some struggles with that as well. He instructs them to gather a day's portion each morning, except on the Sabbath day, which they are to gather the day before. Uh, moving on to Exodus 17, the Israelites are concerned about water. And again, they're complaining about it to Moses. And God instructs Moses to strike a rock from which water flows. And uh, they're able to get some water to quench the thirst. And this event in place is named Meribah. Um, our passage in Exodus illustrates the Israelites' dependence on God's provision and his faithfulness in meeting their needs, despite their, well, I suppose, lack of trust and complaints and everything else. They'd be pretty helpless without God wandering in the wilderness. Um, and I suppose the same could be said for us. But in the New Testament, in Matthew chapter 22, Jesus again engages with religious leaders, as he often does. He presents the parable of the wedding feast that challenges their understanding about, well, I guess you could say, who's invited to the party? And Jesus also responds to questions about paying taxes or rendering uh, to Caesar what is Caesar's, which is a favorite passage of mine. And we'll probably dive into that more at some point. Um, Jesus is also questioned about the greatest commandment, and he summarizes all the commandments into two, love God and love your neighbor. And he's quoting from the book of Leviticus when he does that, actually. Those are quotes from the Old Testament. And Jesus also answers questions about uh, David's son being the Lord, which also challenges the Pharisees' understanding of who the Messiah is, which was a common misunderstanding of what people thought the Messiah was going to be and who he really is. And a couple of thoughts to consider while we read today. Um, Yeah, human helplessness without God. That's a good one to think about. And what does it mean to love God and love your neighbor? Let's go to our reading for today. Exodus chapter 16 and 17 and Matthew chapter 22. Then we'll come back after that. Just go over a couple thoughts and meditations to wrap up for today and settle our mind in the word of God. Starting in Exodus chapter 16, the Bible says, Then they set out from Elam, and all the congregation of the children of Israel came to the wilderness of Sin, which is between Elam and Sinai, on the 15th day of the second month after their departing out of the land of Egypt. The whole congregation of the children of Israel murmured against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. Now the children of Israel said to them, Would to God we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt when we sat by the pots of meat, when we ate bread to the full, for you have brought us forth into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. 
Then the Lord said to Moses, Indeed, I will rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a certain amount every day, and that I may test them whether they will walk in my law or not. And it shall come to pass that on the sixth day they shall prepare that which they bring in, and it will be twice as much as they gather daily. So Moses and Aaron said to all the children of Israel, at evening, you shall know that the Lord has brought you out from the land of Egypt. And in the morning, you shall see the glory of the Lord because he hears your murmurings against the Lord. And what are we that you murmur against us? Then Moses said, this will happen when the Lord gives you meat to eat in the evening and bread in the morning to satisfy for the Lord hears your murmurings, which you murmur against him. And what are we? Your murmurings are not against us, but against the Lord. Then Moses said to Aaron, Say to all the congregation of the children of Israel, come near before the Lord, for he has heard your murmurings. So Aaron spoke to the whole congregation of the children of Israel. They looked toward the wilderness, and indeed the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel. Speak to them, saying, In the evening you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall be filled with bread, and you shall know that I am the Lord your God." So in the evening, the quail came up and covered the camp. And in the morning, a layer of dew was surrounding the camp. When the layer of dew evaporated on the surface of the wilderness, there lay a small flaky thing as fine as the frost on the ground. When the children of Israel saw it, they said to one another, what is it? For they did not know what it was. And Moses said to them, this is the bread which the Lord has given you to eat. This is what the Lord has commanded. Every man is to gather of it according to what he will eat and omer. For every man, according to the number of your people, every man should take for them for whoever lives in his tent. The children of Israel did so and gathered some more, some less. When they measured it with an omer, he that gathered much had nothing left over, and he that gathered little had no lack. They gathered every man according what he could eat. Moses said to them, let no man leave any of it until the morning. However, they did not listen to Moses, and some of them left part of it until the morning. And it bred worms and stank, and Moses was angry with them. So they gathered it every morning, every man according to what he could eat. And when the sun got hot, it melted. On the sixth day, they gathered twice as much bread, two omers per man. And then all the leaders of the congregation came and told Moses. He said to them, this is what the Lord has said. Tomorrow's the Sabbath, a holy Sabbath to the Lord. Bake that which you will bake today and boil what you will boil. And all that will remain overlay up for yourselves to be kept until morning. So they laid it up until morning, just as Moses commanded. And it did not stink, nor was there any worm in it. Moses said, eat it today, for today is a Sabbath to the Lord. Today you will not find it in the field. Six days shall you gather it, but on the seventh day, the Sabbath will be none. It happened that some of the people went out on the seventh day to gather, but they found nothing. Then the Lord said to Moses, how long will you refuse to keep my commandments and my instructions? See, the Lord has given you the Sabbath. Therefore, he gives you bread for two days on the sixth day. Every man remain in his place. Let no man go out of his place on the seventh day. So the people rested on the seventh day. The house of Israel named it manna, and it was like coriander seed, and it was white, and it tasted like was like wafers made with honey. Then Moses said, this is what the Lord has commanded. Fill an omer of it to be kept of your generations to come, so that they may see the bread that I fed you in the wilderness when I brought you forth from the land of Egypt. Moses said to Aaron, take a pot and put an omer full of manna in it and place it before the Lord to be kept for generations to come. As the Lord commanded Moses, so Aaron placed it before the testimony to be kept. The children of Israel ate manna 40 years until they came to an inhabited land. They ate the manna there until they came to the border of the land of Canaan. Now an omer 
is one-tenth of an epah. Exodus chapter 17. All the congregation of the children of Israel journeyed from the wilderness of sin from place to place according to the commandment of the Lord and pitched in Rephidim. But there was no water for the people to drink. Therefore, the people contended with Moses and said, give us water so that we may drink. And Moses said to them, why do you contend with me? Why do you test the Lord? But the people thirsted there for water and the people murmured against Moses and said, why is it that you have brought us out of Egypt to kill us and our children and our livestock with thirst? Then Moses cried out to the Lord saying, what shall I do to this people? They are almost ready to stone me. The Lord said to Moses, pass over before the people and take with you some of the elders of Israel and take in your hand your rod and with you in which you struck the Nile and go. Indeed, I will stand before you there on the rock in Horeb and you shall strike the rock and there shall come out of it so that the people may drink. Then Moses did so inside of the elders of Israel. He called the name of the place Massa and Meribah because of the contending of the children of Israel and because they tested the Lord saying, is the Lord among us or not? Then Amalek came and fought with Israel in Rephidim. So Moses said to Joshua, choose for us and go out, fight against Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses had said to him and fought against Amalek. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. And when Moses held up his hand, Israel prevailed. But when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands became heavy. So they took a stone and put it under him and he sat on it. And Aaron and Hur supported his hands, one on one side and the other on the other side. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. So Joshua laid low Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. Then the Lord said to Moses, write this as a memorial in a book and rehearse it to Joshua. For I will utterly wipe out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. Then Moses built an altar and called the name of it, the Lord is in my banner. For he said, the Lord has sworn that the Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. Over to the New Testament, Matthew chapter 22. Jesus spoke to them again by parables saying, the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who arranged a marriage for his son and sent out his servants to call those who were invited to the wedding, but they did not come. Again, he sent out other servants saying, tell those who are invited, see, I have prepared my supper, my oxen and fattened calves are killed and everything is ready, come to the wedding banquet. But they made light of it and went their ways, one to his farm, another to his business. The rest took his servants, treated them spitefully and killed them. When the king heard about it, he was angry. He sent in his army and destroyed those murderers and burned up their city. Then he said to his servants, the wedding is ready, but those who were invited were not worthy. Go therefore to the streets and invite to the wedding banquet as many as you find. So those servants went out into the streets and gathered together as many as they found, both bad and good. So the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guests, he saw a man who was not wearing wedding garments. He said to him, friend, how did you get in here without wedding garments? And he was speechless. Then the king told the attendants, bind him hand and foot, take him away and cast him into outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. Then the Pharisees went and took counsel to entangle him in his words. They sent their disciples to him with the Herodians saying, teacher, we know that you are truthful and teach the way of God truthfully and are swayed by no one for you do not regard the person of men. Tell us then, what do you think? Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But Jesus perceived their wickedness and said, why test me, you hypocrites? Show me the tax money. 
They brought him a denarius and he said to them, whose is this image and inscription? They said to him, Caesar's. Then he said to them, render therefore to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and to God, the things that are God's. When they heard these things, they were amazed and left him and went on their way. The same day, the Sadducees who say there is no resurrection came to him and asked, teacher, Moses said, if a man dies having no children, his brother must marry his wife and raise up children for his brother. Now there were seven brothers with us. The first died after he married and having no children, left his wife to his brother. Likewise, the second and the third on to the seventh. Last of all, the woman all died also. Therefore, in the resurrection, whose wife shall she be of the seven? For they all had her. Jesus answered, you err, not knowing the scriptures nor the power of God. For in the resurrection, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like the angels of God in heaven. But concerning the resurrection of the dead, you have not read what was spoken to you by God. I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. When the crowds heard this, they were astonished at his teaching. When the Pharisees heard that he silenced the Sadducees, they came together. One of them, who was a lawyer, tested him by asking teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law. Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment, and the second, like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. While the Pharisees were assembled, Jesus asked him, what do you think of the Christ? Whose son is he? And they said to him, the son of David. He said to them, how then does David in the spirit call him Lord, saying, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. If David then calls him Lord, how is he his son? No one was able to answer him a word, nor from that day on did anyone dare to ask him any more questions. Well, that's our reading for today, Exodus 16 and 17, Matthew chapter 22. And we'll wrap up with just a few brief devotional thoughts and meditations for today. Um, thinking back to the Israelites wandering in the wilderness, think about a difficult time when you experienced God's provision. Um, today, we can see God's faithfulness in what we read in contrast with the Israelites' you know, complaining attitude. And what does your attitude look like in contrast with God's faithfulness when you compare the two? Uh, something to think about today. Think about what it means to love God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and to love your neighbor as yourself. And what are two ways that you can live out those commands today? And I'll give you one to get you started. Who in your life right now, today, might benefit from your prayer? Go ahead and pray for that person. Well, that's our reading for today, and I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today on the PC Speaking Podcast. Tune in tomorrow for another episode of Through the Bible in a Year. If you have found this helpful, please follow the podcast and share it with a friend. It is our hope and prayer that every episode helps enrich your relationship with God and His Word. Thank you.